0: everyone welcome to community roots a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together i'm samuel richards
1: i'm julie richards i'm sarah wakefield
0: and it's been so long i feel like has somebody been sitting in my chair or something i feel <laughs> things are a little different no I'm just like kidding.
1: we have to reintroduce who you
2: are
0: Oh, that sounds fun. Should we do the intro again, but Mom introduced me? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I think, and welcoming back for the first appearance in three months. Yeah,
1: we've missed you, Samuel. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, I
0: appreciate that.
1: I'm sure our listeners have missed you, too.
0: We've talked before about just being able to pre-record stuff and just put it in the recording, you know, so I can just be like, ha ha, good one. (laughs) Or boom, you know, all the the regular stuff. All
1: our favorite lines. random thoughts that are just that's that's that's
0: coming maybe 2024
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'd rather have the time with you
0: sure that's fair but uh it's good to be back it's good to be back in the flow of things and um you know uh really in general i mean it's been probably a month and a half since i've been on the podcast uh using this as an opportunity um to re-engage with mental health some folks uh at work where uh, we've gotten a couple of new hires. And so they're asking about hobbies and stuff. So I talk about, um, our podcast, and, uh, I'm like, Oh yeah, I did use to do that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I remember but, there was yeah, a time when I had time. this podcast. <laughs> uh, but just nice. using it as a good excuse to reengage with, you know, the podcast with, um, mental health in general. Um, to try and find that new life to find like some of that balance so yeah i'm hoping to talk about that with the two of y'all just in general some good tips some good what that feels like Um, maybe we can bring thoughts to mind one of the first things that comes to my mind is you know um, the gym how many times have we all gone to the gym or started working out and then need to find a way to re-engage and go back
2: (laughs) Mm, it's a continuous process
0: yeah, you know re like of... reengaging and yourself
2: and then there's a season where you don't go and so i've allowed myself to not go to the gym because that season doesn't allow for it and then i reengage, and i don't know i feel like i'm less consistent and i'm more consistent with the fact that i'm not consistent does that count pa-
0: i mean even trees wake and wane you know and I mean wax and Ooh, with and the own, moon. Row. I think of yeah. the moon
1: with wax and wane. Um, but the idea of noticing when we're present and when we step back and then we can come back in and re-engage. There's something nice about the process of realizing where you are and wanting to lean back in again.
2: Maybe listen to your body to decide what what do I need right now? Maybe I don't need the gym. I need more laying flat on my mat in my living room Mm -hmm.
0: for a while
2: (laughs) or maybe I just. Some
0: recovery. I mean, that's a good word. Uh,
2: Look at you congratulating yourself. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey, good point. Good point, Samuel. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Uh, Well, it's an interesting thing to sit with as we're talking about it, because the idea of consistency is so important and steady and consistent is helpful it's a it's a good quality but there can be times when that gets either not possible for some reason because of your schedule or injury or you know demands at work or something like that where we get kind of thrown off track and then we have to know what do we do with that when that happens so that we can kind of come back into it but then there's also a when we don't have consistency all the time, it can be nice to step away or step back to have a break and just have some diversity in what we're doing with our time or energy and then realize, okay, now it's time for me to lean back in and re-engage again.
0: Yeah, I don't know how a therapist approve it is, but I would actually say there's some benefit into that. Uh you know, sometimes we talk about the jack of all trades master of none as if it's a negative thing but i feel like as some things you know wane other things wax is that how it goes but the point being uh like as like other things kind of ebb and flow the other other hobbies tend to ebb and flow and you end up being like well-rounded uh something that comes to mind is like muscles You know, if you work the same muscle the same way over and over, it doesn't grow as much as if you, you know, give it a variety of different exercises, Um, even. um, And then to mom's point, the consistency as well, you can still find consistencies in those breaths. You know, uh, Sarah was mentioning that she's used to, you know, taking breaks from the gym and coming back. It's almost like that muscle of being able to return is something you're working so that it's easier to come back.
2: Mm. And not beating yourself up either when your consistent practice is no longer consistent. Mm. I think that's something that we talk that we, that people talk a lot about with um, eating, you know, uh, those, those yo yo diets or when you're trying to cut out sugar and then one day you eat sugar and you're like, well, if I failed. I ate sugar today. And <laughs> it's why? It's
0: over. It's over. I'm just going to continue eating <laughs> bum, bum, sugar. Bum.
2: Like, no, let's have a lot of grace for ourselves and say, like, oh, I ate some sugar or i had a whatever you're you're trying to abstain from well okay that happened but it doesn't define who i am mm. you know just cuz i'm no longer consistent in this area for the for today doesn't define who i am mm-hmm. change change who i am mm-hmm. and the noticing
1: is so important because it got our attention it's the it's the same idea with like meditation we forget and then we remember you know we we get distracted and then we build the muscle using Samuel's example. When we return, like as we come back to it, we increase our focus, increase our intentionality and we become more aware.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm I'm so glad you brought meditation up just in general, because even trying to get over the hump that meditation isn't about focusing as hard as you can. It's about returning your focus whenever it leaves. Mm -hmm. Like just the act of re-engaging man maybe we should just call this one re-engaging in meditation i don't know no i'm just kidding what did you what did, what did you want to say there sarah <laughs>
2: no i was just gonna say we're not beating you up for for not being here for sure. for having been um doing other things like it's not like we're upset you know let's make sure we don't do that to ourselves either like don't be upset with yourself because you couldn't do what you said you were going to do and let's just welcome you back into the fold and re-engage you and just like you do with meditation. Like instead of beating yourself like, oh, I can't meditate. I I lost my focus or I lost my, you know, I'm I'm not paying attention anymore. Just like Sam was saying like, hey, oh, my mind wandered. Okay, let's recenter again. The
1: topics this week on the Calm app for the daily trip, if anybody listens to that, um, were really cool, I thought, because they were so laid back the topics were things like, what do I do when I don't feel like meditating? And um I'm trying to think what another one was. But basically what it came down to was, of course, there are different styles or topics or things with meditation. But sometimes when it comes down to it, I loved how Jeff Warren described this. He's, he just said, like, just be a body, like be a human and just notice hmm. Hmm that i'm i'm existing right now (laughs) that i'm just here right now and here's my breath and here's this space and i don't have to do anything like i don't have to work hard at it i don't have to like for this little 10-minute segment i can just be here now and notice that
0: huh that's a pretty positive way of doing it
1: i thought it was pretty cool it was just like oh neat like just notice that you're a human, and that you're here, and that you have breath, and that you have a body.
0: It kind of like, there's a juxtaposition of, you know, the monk who's been training their whole lives to meditate correctly. And then being, I feel like the more I've embraced some of these mindsets, the more and more I hear more just about like, hey, this is your time, you do you. I, I like the refocusing for my ADHD. That's been really great. But I, I really like the just kind of hang out, be human. You know, what is that like? What does that feel like? What are the sensations that come with it? And not to be thinking about, you know, just being able to kind of make a space for that rather than, you know, that work email or that meeting you got later today or some of the things, oh, that we've been talking about in past episodes that kind of just make you feel all heady. Mm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like that
1: just having a space that you're creating this space. Like one of the things he said this morning was, you know, the world is going on around you. (laughs) It's like doing its thing and you're not having to be the one to keep the world spinning and to do all the work of that. And sometimes it's just nice to kind of notice that, to be like, Oh, everything's kind of, I mean, so much responsibility can be on a person's shoulders, you know, whether it's parenting or, um, in the workplace or whatever it might be, it can feel like so much depends on me, but it's like nice to step back, even if it's for that 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever it is to just kind of go, Hmm, everything is doing just fine right now. And I'm taking a break and I'm noticing my rest.
0: Yeah. And maybe even, I think, I don't know, being able to let go in that way, Sometimes um, what comes to mind whenever you say that, just in general, like being able to just be human and be okay, when we we talk about reengaging, sometimes I think I focus too much on like the perfect, like what would the perfect person be thinking? Or what would the most ideal situation be for me to reengage here? And so that's where it comes to like, you know, uh, pardon my French, but balls to the wall type like, um feeling of like wanting to go all the way and pushing as far as you can or even something that came to mind recently was um i've been trying to do certifications um uh for my job and um i've been uh sometimes been putting them off and like finding it hard and i feel like every time it comes up i'm like ah no i've gotta if i want to do this then i want to do it right and um I feel like, uh, just being okay with like, uh, coming, coming to it as I am, or just being something Sarah said, not beating yourself up, just kind of showing up and, uh, being able to engage in that way has been helpful as well to kind of make the hurdle kind of shorter. Um, it's easier to jump over than, you know, if I, if I start re-engaging now, I have to go all the way mm-hmm. or, um, um, yeah, something like that
1: so much pressure to do everything, do more, push harder. And all of it's pretty exhausting. <laughs> like yeah. it just, I, I was even noticing the last couple of weekends, this, this past weekend in particular, we had so much fun and we did great things. And I was like so happy and engaged in life and like doing fun things. But at the end of the weekend, I was thinking, wow, am I tired? (laughs) Like it was good, happy things. It was the arts festival and it was going hiking and playing miniature golf and doing some shopping and ice cream and all these things. And I was just like, what a fun weekend. That was so awesome. And then I started, and last week at work was particularly busier, you know, heavier workload. And so I realized like, man, I just need a chance to stop. And last night I was, Doing that, like literally mm. just not productive, and just like I am not going to do anything right now. Like, I get to the point where my brain can't really engage reading more, learning more, all that, you know, and even physically, just like, boy, it feels nice to not be running and pressing and pushing, you know, and to just kind of pause. So, finding those balances of when to engage and when to step back and rest and then when to
0: re-engage so I know we've been talking about a couple of hypotheticals like what are some times that you guys have struggled to re-engage and like what does that look like or feel like yeah I mean you can talk about one of the things that you just aren't able to engage in but also at the same time maybe like there's one that uh, is a success that you're able to push through I don't know I'm just I'm curious to be able to identify with like you know the folks you know sitting here with us today (laughs) who uh deal with this often like you know making them feel heard i something that comes to mind is just like an overwhelming feeling of just like uh almost like somebody's trying to pull you uh, on tug of war and i'm like wanting to lean back like it feels even more of a task to kind Mm -hmm. of uh accomplish Mm -hmm. um Yeah. What does that look like for you guys? What's the sensation you feel or, or kind of what does that, what does that feel like?
2: I have two examples. One's less extreme than the other. Um, But when I get massively dehydrated Hmm. um, and I had an instance of that, I was in Florida recently uh, for a wedding and I danced and it was Florida. So it was really hot and I'm a sweater. So I sweated a ton and I was in the bridal party and I just had like sweat pouring down my back the entire time. And I had so much fun, like Julie, you were saying, I mean, it was great. It was a fabulous wedding, great reception. I danced the night away. I stayed up late, went to the beach. It was fantastic. The next day I was dead. Like (laughs) I called my mom almost in tears. Like I'm going to die. I have eight hours until my flight. I'm never going to make this. I can't engage. Like I couldn't function. I couldn't see beyond this wall in front of me. And this mm. wall was like, you're going to die in Florida. It's <laughs> was like, there is no worse fate. I don't want to be in Florida. Um, so I had to recover from this awesome, awesome time. And it took a lot of work to get my body, the nutrients it needed. Like my electrolytes must've been like,
0: negative
2: yeah negative like I couldn't I couldn't think I couldn't function and so I'm you know chugging water and I really needed a Gatorade to be honest I needed salt I almost drank a glass of salt water to be honest but um slowly I started to get nutrients um I got to the point where I could take some pain meds I got eventually like I just kept excuse me kept taking the next step Hmm. so the first Hmm. step. Was to get some water in my body. The second step was, you know what? Like my mind is spiraling right now because my body is physically so out of joint. I need to remember that. And I'm going to go sit in the pool because I need a different, I need a distraction. Like I need to separate the spiral, like stop the spiral and get back in my body. So I sat in the pool and that was like a refresh. It was a reminder, okay, I'm human. And then after that, it was go to brunch. And drink, eat your toast and drink more water. And then after that, it was like, okay, what's next? And what's next? And what do I need to do to re-engage? Or like, how can I respect my body right now? Because I have trashed it. And I'm not saying like, it wasn't like I got like drunk or anything. I was so dehydrated just purely on.
0: I know what that feels like. That's devastating.
2: Yeah. And so I treated my body like okay, body, I know this is rough. Like I really abused you, (laughs) but we can do this. And so the next step was to get my luggage out of the bride's locked car to make it to the airport and to sit in the airport. And there was screaming children. I'm like, it's okay. The next step, the next minute will come. The next step will come. Just what else can I eat a protein bar now? Okay. Can I get some stuff in me? So that's an extreme version of what it's like when you can't re-engage and it took me like a couple days to recover and i went and bought gatorades later (laughs) like it was like oh heaven um but it took a while for my body to recover but i didn't rush it i wasn't like oh you stupid body like you should be performing at 100 (laughs) i was like or
0: give up you didn't do that either
2: well i did want to die um, but I didn't, and I called on my resources and my support groups. And I was like, mom, I just need you to help me through this next moment.
0: Door dashed me a water. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I called on my support and didn't need, and just took the next step. And then on a less extreme level, I, um, had a lot of a big personal event happen earlier th- um last week. And it left my body exhausted all week. And so it was a struggle just to do normal things. And I didn't do yoga. I barely went running. Um, I barely saw my horse. I really just said, okay, you know what? Mentally and emotionally, I am completely spent. Hmm. I like, it's so hard to do anything right now. And that's okay. You know what? I am going to believe this is not the end. I'm going to believe that there is more coming and I just need to rest and let my body slowly recover on whatever speed it needs. Um, and, and eventually the week, like each day it was like, I'm just exhausted. I mean, I was, I was taking naps at lunch. was <laughs> like, well, I have an hour for lunch. I'm going to take a 59 minute nap and pop back on and my body needed it. So I I'm very proud of myself and I really just didn't want to clap myself on the back for being attentive to my body. Mm. And now I'm back and like, you know, not every, everything's not great, great, but I have energy and I mm-hmm. just kept You have trusting. more of a grasp on it. Yeah. Thank I you. also
0: think that there becomes a point even within re-engaging and getting to that point <clears throat> where you start to feel like, oh yeah, those hobbies gave me joy, or those were like some of my connections that, and there's definitely times when you go out and it's just like, you know, it drops in a bucket, like the things that did give you joy don't give you joy anymore. And so it's nice whenever you've found that way to re-engage or, you know, cross that boundary where suddenly you're able to, you know, feel joy from those things or start to feel like life is doing pretty well, even if it's not perfect. It's mm-hmm. even just trending in the right direction. I like both of those stories. That's great.
1: Thank you. Julie, I think it's interesting you're... to notice the the way our energy level does ebb and flow. And I see that either in my like mental focus and being able to either track something or like a conversation or what I'm reading or learning. But then physically, I see that with my yoga mat and with walking the dogs, because there are times where I've gotten like really sluggish or tired of yoga where I'm like, Oh, like I set it up for myself to do it five days a week. Like the nights before I have work, I'm making Mm. sure I do yoga the night before. So like Sunday nights through Thursday nights and then take off two days. Now those amounts of time might really vary. Like sometimes it might be five minutes. Sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 25 minutes, sometimes it's 10 minutes. So I noticed that when I'm doing well, according to my own standard, I guess, but, um, I'm more motivated to do yoga. I'm Mm. walking with a little bit more energy when we walk the dogs. And then times when I'm really struggling, there was, uh night this week. I think it was Wednesday night. I was just like, you know what? It is super late. I need to sleep and I'm going to opt for like a minute or two of stretching and breathing. I didn't even roll out the mat. I just was like, this is about all I can do.
0: <sighs> there was yoga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like stretch a little, breathe a little, call it a night because I needed the sleep. And so it just varies. And I think allowing ourselves to be human and know that our energy level focus, all of that can change and kind of, yeah. And just kind of notice where we are and what we are able to do and where we need to either have more support or even just have more rest and a break. And so that's part of this, like, I think of almost of like the infinity symbol of how it kind of flows and mm. just it
0: like, rises and falls. Yeah, mm. it's
1: like it's just going to continue in its cycle and its path and its flow in its own way and I can appreciate when I really have energy and focus and I can be kind to myself whenever I'm feeling my own limitation of being human or tired or needing a break on something. And just, I think that's such an important relationship we have with ourselves at that point.
0: Hmm. I'm going to bring it back to uh, an old phrase that we said on here, which is nurture your inner plant. I like that Mm. one. I think about that sometimes. And I really do think, you know, it's something I mentioned earlier, even trees, like there's a growth, there's a time of slow growth, a time of quick growth and a time of no growth. And so it's like, and it's okay. That's how they've evolved. For and I mean, you look at some of the trees outside, and you're like, they've been around a lot longer than I have, and they will continue to be around a lot longer after I'm gone. And so, um, I I like that. And even being kind to yourself and understanding that that might be one of the biggest hurdles. I'm I'm. While you guys were talking, I was also identifying with a lot of what you're saying. And I think those times that you can come to yourself with open arms and say. Hey, like it's a tough time. How can I help you out? You know, uh, is one of those ways that you can get over the instead of yeah, the angry kind of you should have been at the gym today, and you're like just eating a candy bar on the couch. Like uh, I don't want to, you know. Um, uh. So I really enjoy that perspective. I I, I like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Well, um, should we uh start to wrap it up? Call it gratitudes.
1: I think my gratitude is how many little outings I've had in the last week. Saturday, Sunday. Oh, that's fun. But then also yesterday, we were finding new places to go to and that had like incredible history behind them that went all the way back to like 1926 and 1885. And I was like, wow. Like it's just kind of little neat discovery places. And one of my hobbies I really like is just taking pictures on my phone of like capturing Mm. an image of something and like having that memory to look back on. And I've been thinking too about the seasons and how right now we get to be outside a lot and how nice that is to have the breeze, to have sun, to have warmth, to even the rain, like we needed so much rain and we got some this week. And that was, it's just, I don't know, seeing the changing of seasons, seeing the um, different places and little pictures that can be fun or I find a lot of joy in those things. So that's mm, been, I can see that a positive.
2: Um, my gratitude is this Mary Oliver poem that kept coming to my mind, uh, during this discussion. I am only going to read the first part very briefly. It's her wild geese poem. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. And that huh. is the very beginning part. Um, so I encourage everyone to go check that out because it's all about grace and I just love grace. So grace for giving yourself time to re- to come back to a hobby you haven't visited in a while, giving yourself grace to take a break from a hobby, giving yourself grace, um, when you don't do what you thought you were going to do. And that's my gratitude.
0: I dig it. If you send that to me, Sarah, I'll put it in the show notes, um, you got it. at least like a link to it or something, but you know what I'm grateful for, uh, Sarah and Julie joining me on this podcast today. I appreciate you both doing that. Um, I actually, uh, appreciate mom hosting the podcast in general. Um, uh, when you guys get a chance, uh, if you could, uh, go to iTunes and Spotify and rate us, that's one of the best ways that, um, we can kind of increase, increase our range. Also go on over to Instagram, check out mom's posts. They're awesome. Um, share them with your friends. They're a good way to kind of get a snapshot of what's going on in each episode. And I know, you know, not all of us can be super fans like me, so, um, you can, uh, uh, pull away what you can from those, you know, trail mix our episodes. So see, see what you can pull away from those and still, you know, uh, feel like you're moving in, in that positive direction. Maybe this is your re-engage uh, talk. <laughs> but I um, also wanted to thank uh, Steve Dodge for the theme song, Alexander Wells for the logo. Um, I'm trying to think of a real gratitude though. And it does feel really good to be back. You know, I was a little worried when we'd start, you know, it's been so long. Can we just pick it up where it goes? And, you know, we've got it. I think at this point, we (laughs) can make the podcast about whatever and we're fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We just enjoy being together. And I think there's authenticity in that. And a real desire, I think, for you all listeners to be part of this community, to get a sense of getting to know us and... I'm sure in your own hearts, just like hearing Samuel today is like, Oh good. Samuel's back. Like,
0: yeah, hopefully (laughs) they're like, ah, I got to turn the volume down.
1: (laughs) It's just a good sense of like connection and social engagement and relationship that that's our hope. So notice that.
0: Agreed. And you know, we've all been in that place. Hopefully we're part of that uh, support group for you. Um, But anyway, I'm going to let you all go. Have a uh, great week. Um, check us out. Deep Breaths coming out next week as well. And we'll talk to you guys soon.